tune in. Tone up. Your one-stop shop for guitar, tricks, tips, techniques and advice. With me, Gary Shilliday, and my own excellent teacher, Dan Davis. In Guitar Lesson 19B, we begin with the improvisation from episode 19A again. Then Dan outlines some legato exercises, some of which are pretty advanced, which can be practiced to improve this area of your playing. This episode culminates with some great improvisation from Dan, and some more amateur improvisation from myself.
so legato. Yeah. So you you heard me there play against the backing track. Obviously, I can't just blow. Well, I could blast over it. That's just boring, isn't it? So I try to make it a little bit melodic, and I throw in a few sort of hooks here and there, yeah. whilst also sort of playing mostly sort of legato lines as well. So let's look at some of the things I was doing. There's let's, let's start with the easiest legato lick. And this is a bit of a cheat. This sort of flies in the face in a way of, of the things that we've been looking at. So this is where you go down one string. Anyone will do. I went down the B string. You're in the key of E minor. So down the B string, we're looking at fret 17, 15, 13, 12. 10, 8 and 7. Let's include 5 and 3 for good measure. Anywhere along that string like that will do. And you basically hammer on and on each sort of pair of notes there and slide to get a three note lick and carry on down. Is it four notes? Would you call it four notes? They are three. Probably hammer on first. That's, good. That's a good exercise, yeah? You can also do the exercise. same thing pulling off to the own. Just like if you were playing sort of lines using alternated picking, probably to make your scale go a little bit further and to, to give it some nice undulation, up and down kind of feeling, a bit of modulation within the scale. We could go straight down the scale, I guess. That kind of thing. Yeah. But what we're probably more likely to do is, is form sort of patterns. So... So, for instance, that one is going up from the 5, 7, and 9 on the A string. And that will do on the A, the D, and the G. Yeah. So I've gone from the A to the D, back again, then back up again to the D, and now to the G. Okay, so slowly that would be. part of the scale on the B and the G string sorry on the B and the top E string yeah we're going to do seven eight and ten so then we, we carry on the same sort of pattern you know <laughs> 
so I know I messed up some of that, but on the way back down. So yeah, you do the same sort of thing. It creates, you know, yeah. the same sort of kind of lines that you you could alternate pick, but a different sound. Yeah. You can't go all the way up. Yeah, yeah back again. Cool. <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. That is pretty cool. Like any other line, it's just having the technique to play it, but without kind of picking quite so much. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, sometimes what I'll do now, I know I did this in in this particular piece. I know it's kind of classically correct. Yeah. To use one finger per fret, we know this. Yeah. But for some of the wider stretches, or sometimes I, I kind of feel when you need a harder a harder hammer down, using the first, second, and third. Yeah, for some of the lines that are maybe a fret, two frets and then a fret apart. So in E minor, we've got seven, nine, and ten on the A and D. I find that sometimes gives me a bit of a harder kind of hammer down and sound, and then moving. <laughs> swapping fingers when I need to. So on the A and the D I'm using frets 7, 9 and 10 and then I'm swapping over to 9, 11 and 12 on the G, 10, 12 and 13 on the B and then swapping fingers to 1st, 2nd and 4th for the 10, 12 and 14 on the top of the G. It also means if I want to outstretch my little finger at any point to add an additional note from the scale. I can. Pretty cool. If we want to be a real smart ass. We can add in a tap on top of that. So if you want to make it super difficult, you can add in your little finger and then tap on top. Why not? that as well you can if you want sort of that extreme yeah, kind of sound yeah that's cool so yeah there's loads there so we've got the, the standard sort of three note for a string yeah and then there was that one I guess. 
that's quite hard to see for me. It's not easy. We can also add oh. a, a kind of like a, a bluesy feel, but yep. with that legato thing going on. <laughs> By adding in the blues note. So that's there. Yeah. If we wanted to keep the E minor in, we could dump yeah. the C sharp for a C. Dorian. That's it. We've kind of got E minor with the added blues note, but that's a bit of an unusual combination. So it's a finger full, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> how are you, um, how are you fingering that? <laughs> Carefully. Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Good says she says. Well you can there's oh, two ways of doing it. Either you can use your little finger on the G, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, and then normal E minor pattern on the B, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. As opposed to twelve, fourteen, fifteen. You can do it like that and obviously the same twelve, fourteen, fifteen on the top. So literally, finger per string. Yeah. You can do that, or you can do it the other way and use the three fingers. You're going to sort of add yeah. that little finger in for the extra fourth note on the top line and then stick a sap in there for good measure. So it's just your second finger's moving between the two strings. Yeah, so yeah. Not, not the easiest. The other thing you can do, which is a kind of like, um, comes from when I was looking at country stuff, actually, which we did on our very first episode of Titchu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Titchu is a great name. <laughs> it is. Fabulous. Thanks, Jude Cole. You. <laughs> well, we kind of have, like in this case, in the key of E, I've got the three notes, A, B, and the B flat in the middle, the blues note in quick succession on the B string. Pedaling between the 10th and 12th fret using chicken picking using the second finger. straight back up again there's so many there's so many things you know you can use in legato fashion in that smooth sort of style although it's not legato in the sort of truest sense of the word it's still smooth 
is when I'm using the trend go between notes. And I know we've looked at this before as well, but sort of when you want to go from say a lower note to a higher note, but you want a very smooth transition. <laughs> So that is an element again of Joe Satriani's style, dipping that bar, and very much Steve I, if not more so. So dipping the bar as we go into that new note, thus creating a smooth transition. Good slow down. <laughs> Thing which is very much an element of Satriani's style, which I did include in there in parts, um, was using the pick to tap. Okay. Ever come across that one? No. Oh. No, possibly not, ever. <laughs> when, you, when you've got the very sort of small gaps between frets, especially as, especially as we get up to the top of a 24 fret guitar, yeah. you and I have, fitting your fingers into tap can be tricky. Don't always get the cleanest tap. Don't always get enough pressure on the string either. But Joe Satriani realised you could use a plectrum oh, yeah, makes for sense. great effect. <laughs> and also if you turn it, so imagine you're picking normally, your thumb's sort of pointing at your left foot, so the pick hitting the string at about a 45 degree angle. Yeah. And what we're going to do is going to turn that thumb, almost like turning as if you're going to punch the pickups, and we're going to hit the string dead on. So we're here in this playing position, yeah. We turned as if we we're going to punch the pickups, which now gives us the leading edge of the pick, sort of going towards the frets. Gotcha. And we're going to play that quite fast. <laughs> that kind of effect. Now, pick notes in the key. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do things behind the pick with the other hand. Yeah. So you could go down straight down a minor pentatonic. <laughs> something need to dampen it a bit more though Maybe, but so you, yeah. you, you get that kind of sort of um, the kind of tapping sound that you cannot get with your finger. So I'm going to tap down a pentatonic scale, minor pentatonic in E. I'm going to take the next note in line on each string. So on the E string, I'll be playing the 15 and the 12. I'm going to be tapping the 17. Same with the B string. On the G string, I'm going to be playing the 14 and the 12. I'm going to be tapping the 16. On the D string, I'm going to be playing the 14 and 12 and tapping the 17. Same with the A string. 
And the bottom E string, surprise, surprise, is going to be the same as the top E. Playing the 15th and the 12th and tapping 17th. That's what we've just been looking at. Here we go. <laughs> That's one way of doing it. Another way you can um, utilize this particular technique is by doing it down one string but moving the notes around underneath the tap. So we can move the tap around, we can move the notes underneath it too. So you can tap in very small space. Some people even kind of do the same thing, but tap their way off the board. Right, okay. It's more of an effect rather than a lick, it's a sort of kind of George Lynch kind of thing. Ah, kind of thing. Here we go and tap again. Yeah, ah, okay, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Nice. So, <laughs> we've looked at a few things. Shall we have a play over the backing track? Sounds sounds good. And then we'll let our listeners ruminate over our rock-tastic findings. Yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you. No problem. You want our first dibs? Yeah, go on then. <laughs> For a change. <laughs>
hell of a lot of gain to, for me to, to do that. Well, gain's put up there on that little amp. Yeah, no, I've changed. I should have gone for that. I find myself sort of picking in between certain, you know. So sort of you won't make it otherwise. Sort of work your way up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. if you're crossing a string, it's quite good. Oh, well, just thank you very much, Dan. Loads to work on. No problem. <laughs> Stay tuned for more episodes, jams, improvisation ideas, and well informed thoughts about amps, pedals, and guitar tone. If you enjoy this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud, or see our website on tunein-toneup.com. Here you'll find show notes, tabs and further research and resources. It's also a good place to get in touch. We hope you're finding these lessons as interesting and as useful as I do. And if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear them. Yeah.